What's up? It's Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports, and I'm super excited about this episode because it is a long time coming. And joining me today is Steve DeLay, owner of The Make and Bacon, and Tyler Burton, director of marketing at The Make and Bacon. Steve, Tyler, great to have you on the show. Looking forward to it, Rob. This will be fun. Yeah, super excited to be here. Thanks for having us, Rob. And I wanted to have you on the podcast because we've got a, a new exciting product that we just launched for sports teams to help them sell more tickets, create better content, and build raving fans. You can check it out at theultimatetoolkit.com. Click increase ticket sales tab, and then you'll see something that says online digital ticket sales course. But first, what we're actually going to go is all the way back to the origin of all of this. How in the world did the Macon Bacon and Bacon Sports end up working together? And Steve and Tyler, I don't believe either of you know this story, even though, Steve, you are actually part of this story. So I think back to we didn't know each other. Let's call it two years ago. And it's a Saturday morning. And I'm on LinkedIn, just in my feed. And Steve, I see a post from you appear that says, hey, we're looking for new customer service agents for a minor league team that is yet to be named. And this had nothing to do with marketing, nothing to do with social media. It just said customer service people. And I was like, you know what? If they're doing this, they probably have a few other needs. So I connected with you, Steve, and amazingly, you also went to Miami University, correct? I did. In fact, it's funny because when you connected to me, the thing I remembered most is your LinkedIn photo was you with a big beard and long shaggy hair. And when you said you were a social media expert, I said, just by the way your picture looks, you have to be an expert at social media. So that's in the Miami Ohio connection was easy. Great. So once I saw that, I was like, boom, we've got a vested interest and we connected. And then I was like, hey, I would just like to find out a little bit more about what you've got going on with this new team that doesn't even exist yet. And we went back and forth for a little bit. And you said, hey, we're starting a new team in Macon, Georgia. And as part of it, uh, we're going to be bringing on a new director of marketing. And we're actually looking for someone to help us build out a social media strategy. And insert Tyler, because Tyler is the one that you ended up hiring. And Tyler, what you and I ended up doing together was we worked one-on-one -on -one to build the social media strategy for a team that wasn't even named yet, right? Yeah, it was an interesting challenge. I mean, we didn't know the team name, didn't have uh, anything, this brand new page, brand new following. So it was kind of literally building from scratch um, from zero to where we are now. So it's pretty crazy, the, the path that we've been on. So what we ended up having to do was start the strategy by creating the fundamentals for you. Hey, how are we going to engage fans? How are we going to create content? How are you going to create the process? How can we make this more repeatable for you? And then one day you're like, Rob, we finally settled on a name and it is the Macon Bacon. And I was like, hallelujah, this is just meant to exist together. The Macon Bacon and Bacon Sports working together. And Tyler, I'm curious to hear from your end, what was your experience like working with me on the social media strategy side of things? Because this is certainly going to blend into the course that we created. 
Yeah, I was always kind of curious what it would be like running a uh, social media for a brand or a team just because everyone has their own personal ones and you kind of think like, oh, I know how to do social media. I have my own page and have my own personal profile, but it's a whole different monster and every different things like the content buckets and understanding who you're posting for and what you're trying to get out of engagement. Um, just being able to become so organized, understand what your fan base, what your following is looking for has been a tremendous help um, in the past three years. So it's it's kind of crazy to think that you might know what you're doing on your own personal page, but there's, you're just barely um, scratching the surface on what you can be really doing uh, once you get into actual running a page. And Steve, I have to give you credit because you identified a need, one for the director of marketing, but two, to invest in Tyler in the knowledge in the process. It is something that I don't believe a lot of teams or brands are willing to do. They're willing to hire someone and say, figure it out themselves. But from my perspective, as I looked at it, I was immediately doubling the value of Tyler by making him better. He knew what to do. All he had to do was follow the process. So take me into your mindset in terms of why you wanted to have this social media strategy created. Well, I think one thing to really remember is when we hired Tyler, he wasn't even out of college yet. Uh, I'm not sure he told me that, but once we hired him and offered him the job, he said, oh, by the way, I still have a semester of college app to finish. So he was a young guy. I think Tyler, 20 years old at the time, not even 21. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and I'm an old guy, so I didn't know enough about it. So I couldn't guide him. I can guide just about anybody else in the world of operating a sports team and ticket sales, sponsorship sales, and all the other things that need to be done. But I was not anywhere close to being knowledgeable about social media. And at the same time, we knew we weren't going to have a big budget uh, for media advertising, radio or TV, any of that. And all throughout my career, I've never really believed in that anyway. And this was an opportunity to really take a unique brand inexpensively to really turn it on its head and see if we could create something special. And Tyler was the perfect guy to do it with the training and education that you gave. And Tyler, I think one of the challenges that you and I addressed early on was we're starting at zero. And when we mean zero, we mean nothing. There weren't even games being played yet. Like as we talked about, there wasn't even a team name. So when we were working together for a few months, uh, there was no team name and there was no games being played. And how do you build an engaged social media following when nothing exists? But guess what? We found a way to do so. What was that part like for you? It was extremely difficult. Um, I, was, I remember telling Steve when we, you know, our main goal partially with using social media is um, selling tickets is I'm like, how am I supposed to sell something on social media when we never even played a game? I can't show what the atmosphere is going to be like or how the play is going to be on the field. We had nothing. So it, it was a real interesting process of how we can get our name out there on social media, even though we had, a, we had no content to use. So it was, a, it was a tough process, but we got really creative with how we can get our name and voice out there. Um, whether it was hopping in what's happening in the sports world or pop culture, using that kind of stuff to our advantage. And being bacon, I mean, we could just have a list of a million different things of how bacon can be used in social media and people want to follow that. So um, it was tough, but it made things uh, really interesting and made us be creative, which I think was really good in the long run. One of my favorite books is by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way and what stands in the way becomes the way. So by design, you had to innovate. You had to be more creative. Well, guess what? What is the hallmark of the make and bacon social media right now? You're innovative and you're creative. You're standing out. You're different. 
And let's fast forward to that first year or to now. And Tyler, what sort of growth and success did you see once we were able to finally get games going, get a name where all of a sudden you had built some consistency? And quite frankly, you really got the opportunity to have some training wheels and test things out when very few people were, were actually looking at it. But then you started to build this brand and this excitement to where when things got going, you could actually start to be very good at this. Yeah. So um, the big jump is when we obviously we announced the team name. And once it got um, the news went around that there's a team name called the Making Bacon. I mean, it started growing from there. I think my phone vibrated for three straight days nonstop with notifications coming from Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, just all because people saying, like, holy cow, there's a team name. Uh, called the Make and Bacon. So from there on, it's just been exponential growth. Um, still trying to get verified on Twitter. It's been a tough one, but I'm really still trying to go for that one. Uh, it's kind of an interesting process, but um, we've got a really great following. Facebook, we've got over 13,000 now. Uh, Twitter, I think we're over 5,000 now. Instagram, same amount, amount around there to 5,000. So we're, we're continually trying to grow and getting our word out there, but it's it's been a lot of fun. I mean, we've had some great moments with Kevin Bacon posting a picture of him wearing a hat on and that's really helped getting that kind of stuff. But we just try really have fun. We try to be um, more than just a baseball team updating the score. We're trying to be a, an entertainment brand where people want to follow us. And would you recommend people, companies, or teams working with me to help them on the content creation, fan engagement, and social media strategy side of things? Oh, 100%. Whether it's from the side of being organized, understanding how to map everything out, how to do that in an organized fashion, and then creating the content, understanding and finding out what fans like and te- being able to test things. You know, you might post something where we've done where it might not hit, where something else you do might work and might work, not work for you, vice versa. Uh, but being able to understand what kind of content works and understand how the testing works being organized, um, hands down would suggest that because it's something you're not going to be able to teach yourself. Um, without kind of getting lost in all the works and having someone kind of walk you through it makes it uh, a million times easier. All right, so now let's talk about the second layer of this, which is going to lead us to the course, is the paid social side of things on Facebook. So, Tyler, you and Steve uh, realized that, wait a second, we have this opportunity with Facebook to be able to use it to sell more tickets. Talk to us about the process in terms of sort of how you ramped up your knowledge and sort of what went from there. Um, so when I first uh, started, I think I wasn't even down in making it. I just knew I accepted the job. Um, Steve immediately sent me an email saying, hey, here's this um, course I want you to take. It's called, um, oh boy, Steve, I'm drawing a blank on the name. It was Rick Mulready. I can't remember the name of the course, but basically teaching everything with uh, Facebook advertising. And Steve's like, you need to learn this um, front and back 90 video module um, to understand that this is how we're going to be trying to sell tickets, how we're trying to sell merchandise is strictly through Facebook advertising. So Steve, you can kind of touch on a little bit more on how that kind of fell into your lap and what made you want to do that. Well, it was interesting because like I said, I knew we weren't going to have a large budget and I got uh, started to follow Rick Mulready's podcast. And I was living in Las Vegas at the time, and he did a class in San Diego, and there were 40 small business owners. And usually when I go to a class or a seminar, I'm kind of sitting in the back of the room. In this case, I knew it was something totally unique and different to the point where every time Rick would be talking, I was in the front of the room writing down notes and raising my hand. Rick actually said, hey, let everybody else talk also because we got to get everybody involved in this. But it was an eye-opening way to experience, and quite frankly, the first thing Rick Mulready said was, how many of you, when you use Facebook, you just boost your post? And that's what you consider Facebook advertising. Every hand in the room went up, 
And Mulready said, that's the worst thing you can do. It's the worst way to spend your money. And I immediately said, uh-oh, I'm doing this exactly opposite. So I went through the in-person class and then they had the online class. And I said, Tyler, this is you. This is how we got to do this. Uh, and you got to know this backwards and forwards. And Tyler nailed it. You know, two months later, we were launching probably the most aggressive Facebook advertising strategy uh, in minor league sports. And quite frankly, even now, two, three years later, I don't see a lot of NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball teams doing what we're doing in Major. And Tyler and Steve, speak to the results that you saw, because I think it's an extremely important thing and foundational to why we continued our relationship and to work together to put together a course. Yeah, so our first year, uh, Steve, like you said, small budget comes up to me. He's like, you have, I think, three to $4,000 you're going to be able to spend on Facebook. I said, okay, I'll try and figure out how we're going to sell a uh, thousand five game plans uh, just through Facebook and doing that. And um, it's tremendous results. I want to say our first year we had a, what, Steve, 30 to one return on our Facebook advertising. Um, and then now it's probably coming around 15 to one averaging out after a couple of years, um, just been spending just directly through Facebook and, and doing emails. And that's it. We don't do billboards, TV, newspaper, radio, things like that. Steve said, we, we just have a small budget. We don't, we don't have the money to do that or really believe in that being the best practice. So um, we've, you know, don't have to have a giant budget and we're able to put it all on the Facebook and just seeing that kind of result 15 to one um, with hundreds of thousands of dollars coming through on online ticket sales has been a huge success. And that's just what we practice and what we preach here. And the great thing is I do a lot of consulting work with other teams who always want to spend a hundred grand on radio and TV and billboards. And when I ask the question of great, how many tickets did you sell? They can't answer the question with digital advertising, Facebook advertising specifically, it's very easy to keep track and know what your engagement is, what your uh, involvement is, and how many dollars you generated for every dollar you spent. And then you combine that strategy with the strategy of how to boost your social uh, media following. It's by far and away the new way to advertise and sell tickets. And it's the only way in my mind that a team should be spending money on. And Steve, that is vitally important given everything that's going on right now, because you were doing this pre-pandemic when you saw the writing on the wall to say, hey, this is the way that we need to advertise. But now all of a sudden, a lot of those other forms of marketing aren't nearly as effective given the current landscape. Exactly. And it's interesting, as we've gone through our season this year, we're making bacon of play to a reduced capacity. One of the things we've seen is our digital and Facebook advertising has still been incredibly effective. We've still sold a thousand five game plans, but we've done it to people who have expressed an interest in going to games that we know we've connected. They're not going to the whole season, but we're giving them the product uh, in bite-sized pieces and still doing 12, 15 to one for every dollar we spend. And for the guy who's writing the checks, that's hugely important. So I can say to Tyler, I'll keep giving you dollars. If you keep giving me $15 back in ticket revenue, you just tell me how many more dollars you need. And that's the only way a business can work. So through all of this, uh, Tyler, we worked together. And then Tyler, you got really good at the Facebook advertising side of things. And Steve, you and I continued to stay in touch. I always liked what you were working on. Uh, you had a great network in the world of sports. Um, we had a connection in it. The relationship was good. And you and I continued to toss around some ideas. We just saw the success on both sides of things on the social media strategy and content creation side of things. And then the success you saw on the paid social side with Facebook. And we're like, you know what? There is a need in the market right now 
or both of these things. And if the make and bacon can do it, well, why can't we create a resource for other teams and speak specifically to them? Because I think that was the, the, the big um, idea was there's nothing specific to the sports industry to talk about how to do either of these things. Can you share a little bit more about that, Steve? You're absolutely right. And uh, I do a lot of work with a lot of other teams and leagues, and everybody would ask the same question. Hey, I know i got to be on social media, but how do I turn it into ticket sales? And when we started the idea of this class, it was pre-pandemic. Now, as this pandemic hopefully gets some control and sports gets back to normal a little bit, I think this matter and means of advertising is even more critical because teams are not going to have as many salespeople. They're not going to have the dollars and resources to spend on big budget mass media advertising. They're going to have to be way more targeted and way more efficient. So the irony of it was we thought it was a good idea back in February and March. Now it's an even better idea to share some of these skills, techniques, and tools for teams uh, to help them be more successful. And here's the next part that is oh so wonderful that the original target demographic is actually teams and people like Tyler. Like you are your own demographic. It's one of the things that I've actually specialized in in the building of Bacon Sports. Why do you work with me? in the company because we're the demographic that you're looking to market to. So who better to help other teams and leagues uh, grow their social media following and create strategy and understand the pain points that a marketing director goes through with limited time, limited resources, limited budget, than the team that started at zero that went through those exact problems. Yeah, I think, one of the things I see with a lot of teams is they'll go hire an outside agency. And that outside agency is used to working with a tire store or a grocery store or some other type of company. And it's, oh, we got you this many impressions. We got you this many, uh, this much engagement. But a sports team has to sell tickets. And having created this class specifically for sports teams to sell more tickets, with Tyler as the engineer of the person who's done it all to make sure we were successful, I think it unfolds perfectly for other sports teams to learn. So now let's get to the actual execution of this. So we finally get to a point where I'm like, Steve, all right, I'm in. I'm willing to work with you and Tyler to put together this uh, digital ticket sales course one part written social media strategy, one part paid for Facebook advertising. So now what we are going to do is take everything that I taught Tyler on how to create a strategy, how to create engaging content, how to build your audience, and we're going to put it into easily digestible videos that can be step-by-step with clear action items so that anybody with zero experience whatsoever can just watch each video, do the action item, and by the end of it, they will have a written social media strategy. And then Tyler, you and I worked together on the next part of this on the paid Facebook side of things to say, listen, we're going to assume you're at zero. We're going to take you from how to start your account all the way up to pixels and budgeting and testing and all of this different stuff. So Tyler, take me a little bit into your mindset in terms of this process from the very beginning of you and I creating this. Yeah. So I basically took a step back and said, what was I thinking? What were the questions I was asking? What issues did I run into when I first got started? Because I, I may have been able to watch the class, but I, also, I didn't 
wasn't specific to sports team. I was going through this. I'm like, he's given a lot of examples and a lot of information that would be someone who's selling merchandise or selling like a product where um, for us selling, uh, selling sports tickets is kind of hard to wrap my brain around. I'm like, well, I'm kind of doing things a little bit differently than uh, what he would be doing uh, for his example. So I kind of went back and said, I want to be able to get some examples related to sports teams, things that I went through and just kind of make it super easy and digestible. Like you're saying in these videos that if you have never opened up Facebook ad manager before, you would be able to open it up and we'd walk you through step-by-step step to find the, the basics and be able to grow from there. Um, so I really want to make sure that um, when someone get in, they kind of have some examples of, hey, a sports team's doing it. What are some things that you've done uh, as well as being able to find everything easily and being able to just pick it up and go as if you've never done it before? One thing that was both a challenge and an opportunity that I have to give Steve credit for is uh, I created um, – a good template for the social media strategy side of things. Um, I knew what I had created with Tyler. So all I had to do was really reverse engineer it and record it. And Steve, you went through video by video and watched all of them on the social media side of things. And you ended up coming back with feedback saying we needed to make it more sports specific. And originally I was a little bit more general in nature and of course, it's never fun to re-record an entire social media strategy video series. But guess what? It needed to be done because the quality was so much better because we're speaking directly to that marketing director for a team. And then we layered Tyler in a lot more to say, you know what? We're going to give examples of the way the Macon Bacon are currently doing it. So this isn't just theory. This is literally, we're going to teach you something. Tyler, jump in. Take us into your mindset. So we actually wanted to give someone the exact example and way to duplicate this. And then we say, and now here's the action item for you. Yeah, we didn't want it to be digital ad agency speak. We wanted it to be directed to the marketing director because that marketing director has to be able to justify what they're doing, how they're doing it, why they need to build social media, why they need to run Facebook advertising to their owner, to their president. And being able to speak specifically about sports examples and the success we had, I think is hugely important because that's a lot easier for a team president or a team owner to understand and absorb as opposed to how do you apply the concepts from a different industry into sports, which is usually where teams fail. So I think the combination of Tyler's experience and having done it uh, with the sports specific tie-in is hugely important. And one of the things that I'm really excited about regarding the scalability of this is um, the various uh, areas in the world of sports that this can apply to. Cause certainly we're talking right now about minor league baseball for the making bacon, but there's minor league sports, all across the board, whether it's hockey or, or basketball. Um, we know that there's always up-and-coming teams and leagues, anything from rally car racing, and there's, there's just not a lot of uh, resources out there for these teams and leagues and organizations that know they need this and they want it, but no one is actually speaking their language. And I'm excited about our ability to help. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're here to do is deliver results and say, we're going to give you the blueprint to succeed based on the way that we've done it. And this is going to apply to so many verticals within sports. Yeah, and I think 
You're right. It's like auto racing, golf tournaments, uh, ski resorts, everybody who needs to sell tickets, movie theaters, uh, you know, performing arts centers, all of that fits into the equation. And it's done in a cost effective manner where, like we said before, it's like Tyler started from zero. So even if somebody is starting from zero, even an old guy like me could pick it all up and run it and execute it and make it work. Quite frankly, I've got an 18 year old nephew. He could now be my marketing director uh, if I had a business that needed this type of resource. And at the cost, uh, the effectiveness and the manner in which people can do it over time, I think it's a huge asset. So let's actually get into what is the structure of what we created? So I already mentioned we broke this down into two sections. Section one, creating a written social media strategy. Section two, paid Facebook advertising. This course has 35 video lessons. But here's the thing. A lot of courses are like, we give you 90 hours of content. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have the time for 90 hours of content. Neither does Tyler or Steve from the consumption level. I don't think more is always better. Better is better. So what we did is we made this into very manageable chunks. And the foundation of this actually comes from the way that I learned how to create courses. It was from a course called Easy Course. Hey, we're going to help you easily create a course in 30 days. And they did it in small micro digestible nuggets because so often learning anything new can be very overwhelming. They give you all this terminology, all of this stuff to do. No, 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 no. We don't get down like that because we want to help make this easy by design by keeping the pacing simple. So in the 35 video lessons that we have, they can range from one minute to, I don't even know if we hit 10 minutes on one of the videos. It's like the majority of them are five minutes or less. And we do that because we're training and we're respectful of your time, but we know what you need to know in order to be successful. So the next layer is straightforward action items. No guessing, well, what do I do next? It says, cool, you watch the video, now time for your action item. Go and do this. Uh, we created a social media strategy workbook. So as a compliment, you watch the video, here's the action item, and it'll say go into the workbook and go and put in your social media goals, your uh, target demographic, things like this. We made it as simple and straightforward as possible. And you know what else we did? We created an exclusive Slack channel for uh, people and teams who are part of our community to be able to ask us questions as they're going on. Because we know one of the things I think, Tyler, that was extremely beneficial for you is your ability to ask me a question when we are going through the social media strategy and said, Rob, I got this. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it helps being able to reach out to someone or have uh, be able to ask questions when you're on the spot and have someone who's gone through it, whether it's yourself or, or myself going, hey, like, I'm, I'm running this issue. Um, how do I do this? And it also helps us for the class. So then we're like, hey, people are asking us questions. We can always um, be willing to add and improve on the class uh, as well. So I think uh, it's really beneficial to be able to ask questions and have someone there to answer um, right on the spot. Yeah, and I think you mentioned a great thing of we're forward thinking and we are going to make improvements for this. One of the things that's a huge value out of why in the world would you want to work with us? Because we are on the cutting edge of all things digital, social, and paid social. 
because we are living this with our own businesses every single day. So when something new gets added to our ecosystem, guess what we're going to do? We're going to add it to this ecosystem because we want to put you in a position to succeed. So Steve, I'm going to ask you a few questions to sort of um, outline all of this. Number one, with this digital ticket sales course, who is this for? I think it's for teams at any level, minor league uh, teams, major league teams, uh, really anybody who's looking at social media and digital advertising as how do I use that to increase ticket sales. I also think it's for uh, any other, any other uh, entity that sells tickets, movie theaters, performing arts centers, golf tournaments, ski resorts trying to sell lift tickets, the fundamental core properties and processes in this are all can fit and be applied to all those different industries for anybody who sells tickets. And Tyler, I think this is going to be a good question for you. What results can they expect to see? I think you're going to start seeing some more engagement and growth in your social media side as far as um, when you build out that social media strategy and plan. Um, I think you're guaranteed to see some results of growth there uh, over time and definitely more engagement from your fans. Hopefully, they'll be able to find out things that work and don't work with the testing side of things and figuring out, hey, my fans and followers like this. I also think with paid social media, you're going to feel a lot more organized and start seeing a bump in your online sales. I think that's a given once you, if you especially if you've never done it before and you start figuring out finding the right audiences and finding the right people and retargeting them, you're guaranteed to start seeing some more online ticket sales come through. And Steve, when thinking about how people can engage with us and say, you know what, we are interested in this. What do you think the best way that someone can take the next step and take action with this course is? Well, like you said earlier, I think they can obviously easily go sign up uh, and take the class. But the one thing I always pride myself on uh, is being actively involved in any of our ultimate toolkit classes, any of our ultimate toolkit teams is one of the things we've done in it is we're always available for questions, whether they've not signed up for the class or not. Somebody's got a question, they can call me, uh, they can call Tyler, obviously they can call you. Uh, so we'll walk people through the content uh, and the information. And then as they get into the class, we're also actively available. In my mind, with the pandemic and the new age of doing business, to me, this is consulting. Instead of needing to be in person, it's done through this type of online learning, online training, and then the people who have created it, who are the knowledgeable experts, being available to ask questions and help. And Steve, where can people connect with you if they have a question or they're interested in finding out more? For me, it's really easy. 702-493-2661 is my cell phone. My email address is real simple. It's stevedelay at theultimatetoolkit.com. I answer them any day, any night. Uh, I always laugh when people call me and they say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you answered the phone. Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help. I'm here to help advance the sports industry in any way humanly possible. And Tyler, where can everybody connect with the Make and Bacon? Uh, yeah, so our, our uh, Twitter and um, Instagram uh, tag is at Go Making Bacon. And then obviously, if you go on Facebook and search Making Bacon, you can find everything we're doing on there. And I can attest to Steve when I wanted the job here. I, I literally went on his website. I called Steve and he answered. And I was like, oh, he did pick up. And <laughs> from there, so it does work. And a crazy thing happens. When people reach out to me, guess what I do? I respond back to them. You can hit me up via email, rob at baconsports.com or on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. 
And here's how I'm going to leave this. We are here to help. We know this works because the making bacon, it's working for them. I know this works because it has worked for my brand and it works with the teams and the companies and the people that I work with. Steve, do you have any final thoughts? I would echo the idea that people can call or ask questions at any time, uh, whether they're looking for more information about the class or once they sign up. Uh, and I tell everybody, once you've become an ultimate toolkit team, you're, you get free consulting for life. You get the ability to pick up the phone, shoot us an email at any given time. We're not attorneys. We don't charge for the 10 minute phone call to what you just said. We're here to help. We want to advance the cause and make people more successful. Steve, Tyler, I'm very excited about where this is going to go. And I want to thank you for this relationship. It's what excites me about uh, building a business. Seven years ago when I quit my corporate job to live my dreams and starting Bacon Sports. And never could I have imagined that one day one of the companies that I would be working with would be the appropriately named Macon Bacon. And I could not be more excited because I have to be doing something correct if somehow I landed to working with the Macon Bacon. So thank both of you. Um, it's been amazing working with you and I'm looking forward to everything else we're going to create together. That's it. That's all.